0: Mm-hmm. And one of the things with photographers is it's kind of life or death for us if we don't swim against the stream as well, because what's going to happen if we don't, we're going to get we're going with every every other photographer. And when we do that we don't differentiate ourselves, we don't stand out. And what happens is we end up not being able to to grow our business, to book more clients, to charge the prices we need to. And so one of the most effective ways to do that is through what I kind of call the client journey. And we can kind of dive into what that is. But essentially, how do we actually show prospective clients what it is that we do? And how do we actually implement that into a social media marketing message?
1: Hello. So, so I've got a, a bit of a different voice today. Uh, I, uh, so I lost my voice. Um, this is John, by the way, if you can't tell, I lost my voice at a wedding over the weekend. So I'm somewhere between, my voice keeps going back and forth between someone who has had, um, a two pack a day habit for a decade and, uh, someone going, <clears> hmm. <throat> Wow, okay. Uh, someone going through puberty. That was kind of uh not, not ironic. The the opposite of that, kismet, I guess you would say. Um, that my voice would cut out when I'm talking about how I sound like I'm going through puberty. So I found out, I'm just gonna go ahead and do it because this is uh this kind of difficult to to listen to. Um, I found out that I can have a voice that you can understand if I go to my low register um, which kind of goes a little bit country. So I'm sorry about that. I live in Texas so there's that um, Sean uh, if you if you don't like this accent, I'm sorry. I did not plan to lose my voice before your episode. But um yeah, <laughs> welcome everyone. Um today my guest is Sean Brown. He is a Portland, Oregon based senior photographer. He coaches photographers on how to run a successful business they've always dreamed of and how to market themselves well. And he is also the host of the shoot for success photography podcast. And today, you I'm sorry, this twang is just it's coming out with this voice. <laughs> today, we're talking about how to market for your client's journey. I think you're going to love this conversation and Sean's practical steps that he shares. Uh, so let's get into today's episode with Sean Brown and the normal sounding John. Sean, welcome to the podcast. Uh, how are you today?
0: I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. Excited to, to be here. And yeah, like you said, you know, if they've got questions, let's bring him in. I, I love like the live interaction on these types of things. Oh, yeah,
1: me too. That's it's the best. That was the one thing that I... I missed uh when I first got into podcasts it was like these are great I like (laughs) listening to them it's good educational stuff but I have questions yeah (laughs) and uh and like sending dms uh, I would always forget to like do something afterwards um but yeah it's always great whenever uh whenever we get questions live and uh it gets to be more of a conversation with the listeners as well um and like a community conversation instead of just us totally Um, But yeah, yeah. Well, so um, for for the listeners, give us a little background on on Sean Brown. Where are you based? What do you love photographing? All those kinds of things.
0: Yeah. So my name is Sean Brown. I'm based in the Portland, Oregon area. Technically, Vancouver, Washington, if you guys are good with geography. But I always Mm -hmm. say. Portland, because if I say Vancouver, people think I'm Canadian and uh, we all know I'm not nice enough to be a Canadian. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I always say I'm the photographer who never thought they would be a photographer. And if you're listening, you're like, oh, that's that's me. I never, you know, dreamt of, of doing photography or maybe you did. But I just kind of fell into it where My plan in college was go to med school, be a cardiologist and do the whole medical thing uh, because I loved the sciences. That was what I was drawn to. And then this little thing called senior photography kind of popped up and absolutely ended up falling in love with it. Uh, You know, the beginning stage is a lot of sleepless hours, a lot of hard nights. Mm -hmm. But in the end of the day, decided to take the leap full time into photography and haven't looked back. And I'm so blessed and grateful that now I get to teach other photographers how to build a thriving senior photography business and grow it to you know as long as big as you want basically where you can truly make a a living out of it you know I never thought it would be a six-figure business and I'm grateful and blessed every single day that I get to do that with with seniors
1: yeah oh yeah that's amazing it's it's so it's so interesting seeing how far we can go in a photography business Um, because like I. I, I had a few people ask me to take their like family photos and senior photos and stuff. And I was like, yeah, sure. Like 25 bucks or give me like a, <laughs> you know, a Taco Bell gift card or whatever. Like, just give me some food. That's really yeah. what I wanted. In yeah, high cool, school and beer or
0: something like that'll do the trick. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. We'll work for food or beer, whatever. Um, but yeah, like it was never on my radar that, uh, photography business could be, uh, like your soul. Um, uh, income and, yeah. and work and especially like a six figure, uh, business. Um, cause I, I did not grow up with money and six figures was like, well, I'm never going to have a job. That's, that's over six figures. That's ridiculous. That's like rich people. Um, well, I, yeah.
0: And, you know, I think we hear like the starving artist comparison a lot. And they're uh-huh. like, oh, there is no money in in photography whatsoever. And, um, and that's kind of the beauty of it is as long as you can get the business side down. And um, that's what kind of what we'll talk about today is like that marketing. How do we message all that stuff? You know, it really can you can make things happen.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it is that mentality that we hear a lot and that kind of goes into your mind like, oh, well, I have to be a starving artist or that's I mean, that's just what I have to do in order to be a successful photographer is, uh, you know, not make any money, <laughs> uh, but it's actually uh, absolutely the opposite. And and also, like a lot of us creatives are more on the creative side, love doing that. Don't love numbers. Don't love business. It is it's a difficult thing. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to get into into all that because I love talking business and numbers and marketing um and all that uh how how did you get into so you were like focused on on uh on medical uh like a a medical career how did you did someone just ask you to take photos one day and then you're like okay I like this or how did that Yeah, I
0: think that's kind of all how we started right where it was oh hey you've got a nice camera by nice camera you know it's like The old school canon T3i Rebels. You've got the the nifty fifty had like the 51.4 on it. And Uh basically we ended up just going down to to Portland, shot the entire session at like F1.4. So of course, you know, as a beginning new photographer, 95% of the photos are out of focus. So what I took away from that was I loved the connection. I loved like the energy that high school seniors brought where, you know, you go to a a family shoot and there's probably one family member where they're like, I don't really want to be here. Or you go to a newborn shoot and you're like, they don't listen to me because, you know, they can't because they're newborn. So you have to right, do all yeah. the stuff. And, but the seniors, like they bring energy, they're excited about it. And so that's really what made me fall in love with seniors. And it eventually it really just started as me coming back to my hometown. I went to school up in Seattle, Washington, at the University of Washington. And one of the things that I did is just take photos during the summers. And about year three is really kind of when it's kind of I call it like the inflection point where it's the point where it's just started. You you know, you're either going to ramp it down or you're going to ramp it up. Yep. Where you're either going to go and all in or you're not. And, you know, if you're listening, you've probably been close to a point like that in your business where you're like, I need to figure this out mm-hmm. or I need to get a JOB, you know, that good old nine to five classic job. Yep. And one of the things that I really kind of reflected on was I didn't want to look back in 10, 20, 30 years and say, what if I had done this? What if I actually had taken the leap? What if I actually had gone all in? And it was really at that point where I was like, okay, let's let's just see where this goes. And so it was really a, a targeted approach of how do we market better? How do we, you know, of course, get our pricing in line for something that we can actually like step into as, as a job after after all this? And I'm so grateful that I did because it's it's absolutely skyrocketed. And so I think when you put all of your you know, focus and energy in the right places, that's really when things start to shift in not only your business, but also just your life as well.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. And like, like you were saying, you know, with uh, focusing on how to market whenever you're like, okay, this is like a fun side gig, but if I'm going to, if this is going to be my job, if I'm going to leave my nine to five, or if I'm going to like start making more money to where this is this is my full time deal Um, you really have to figure out the marketing what was um, you know what what are what are some of the the things in in marketing that has been really helpful for you
0: yeah well I think if you look at probably about 95 percent of photographers feeds and many of you might be going oh my goodness like I'm guilty <laughs> of what he's about to say. Uh-huh. It's, they're posting sneak peek or finished image after finished image. And what happens is that's really great. It's amazing to show your artwork off, but it doesn't really address any of your client's objections. It doesn't really tell your client what it is that you do. And it really doesn't actually help you book other clients' as effectively as you possibly could, because Mm -hmm. what happens when you're only posting sneak peek after sneak peek is your clients. They don't know a good image from a bad image. You know, we've probably all had like that friend where they're super excited about this photo shoot they just did or like had a friend that went to a photographer and us as the, you know, the trained professional photographers, we're going, oh, my gosh, like, I wouldn't (laughs) use that filter. I wouldn't use that editing style like your face Uh and skin look plastic. But they love the photo. And so what happened is I I realized that I was like, well, if I'm just going to post sneak peeks, what essentially is going to happen is I'm going to commoditize my business. And what do I mean by that? Well, if we look at what a commodity is, all a commodity is, is basically a, a, a common good. It's like, you know, you go to the gas station or you go to the grocery store kind of by the, you know, the cereal aisle and, you know, you've got 15 generic brands of of Cheerios now or whatever it is. And it's like, Mm -hmm. cool, which one am I going to go with? I'm just going to go with whatever is the cheapest and kind of the same goes for photography, unless you have a brand. And so by only posting sneak peek after sneak peek, what essentially happens is they see your work as the same as the photographer down the road. They think, oh, well, that's awesome. That's awesome, too. Which one do I want to go with? And then naturally what happens is they reach out. They ask, you know, what's the first question they ask? How much is the shoot or what is included? All that stuff. And then you basically send them the price list. And now it's a, a comparison. Who's who's the better deal? right oh okay this one has a three hour shoot and this one has a two and a half hour shoot but this one's like 250 dollars. this one's like 600 you know i'm going to go with the 250 right oh, yeah. and so what i realized in marketing is what a lot of photographers are doing is they're making that mistake and one of the ways that we kind of need to pull out of that is how do we showcase what it is that we're doing differently? It's kind of like all the salmon uh, where all the fish and I, I'm from Washington. So it's like this is right, common. Yeah. I'll explain it to you guys who are, yeah. are like, I have no I idea. Say, like, we don't
1: have a lot of salmon in Texas, but I know where you're going with this. Yeah, are yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> I've got no idea which
0: way salmon swim. Uh-huh. So with us in the northwest it's really cool because what we can do is we can go to like these little waterfalls and along the the river and the gorge and all that stuff and one of the things we're we're known for is salmon and there's a point in the year where the salmon what they do is they actually swim back upstream and you can like see them jumping up into the waterfall it's like really cool and you've probably seen like the the photos of like the bears like grabbing the salmon and all that stuff yeah But basically what that is, is like the salmon know to swim against stream. And even though it's really uncomfortable for them, like who wants to go against the stream? Like all the other fish are going the other way. Like it's they're like, hey, it's easy sailing for us getting down the river and the salmon are working really, really hard to get to where they need to go because they know that if they don't, they're not going to be able to go to their, you know, the salmon spawns like Their lineage will not continue like it is literally life or death for the salmon. And one of the things with photographers is it's kind of life or death for us if we don't swim against the stream as well, because what's going to happen if we don't, we're going to get we're going with every every other photographer. And when we do that. We don't differentiate ourselves. We don't stand out. And what happens is we end up not being able to to grow our business, to book more clients, to charge the prices we need to. And so one of the most effective ways to do that is through what I kind of call the client journey. And we can kind of dive into what that is. But essentially, how do we actually show prospective clients what it is that we do and how do we actually implement that into a social media marketing message? Yeah.
1: Yeah, well let's let's get into that. Like I'm I'm excited. You've got me you've got me ready to go like with the Are salmon on and everything. The, on the mouth,
0: like the salmon, um, yeah. yeah,
1: I'm hooked on them in the mouth. Yeah, I'm dodging the bears trying to get up the waterfall <laughs> right now. Um yeah, like like how can we how how can we take the clients on that journey and not just like Showcase those sneak peeks all the time.
0: Yeah. So, one of the things that I always tell, like the students or, or the photographers that I've coached, is what we need to do is we need to get to a point where, you know, our brand. Is And I forget who said this. There's a famous quote where it's um, something uh, I want to say like Fishburne is the last name or something like that. There's just a lot of fish on this episode. I apologize right, about yeah, that. This is,
1: this is the fish episode. everyone. This is
0: the fish episode. We're
1: retitling it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I forget who said it, but there's a famous marketer or CEO, one of the one of the two. And he kind of says, you know, a brand is not what you say about it. You know what you say it is anymore. It's what your clients and your customers are saying about it. You know, it's what they're saying behind those closed doors. Yeah. And so what we need to do is we kind of need to get our clients to tell our brand story for us. Who are they going to you know, who are their friends going to trust more? The person they don't know who's posting on social media or their friend who's telling them about the experience. And so what we need to do as photographers is really narrow this down into I always say like three to five of our core differentiating factors. And for those of you who are listening, you're like, oh, back up, Sean. Like, what is a differentiating factor? Right,
1: yeah, I don't know is, if I have those, Sean. Yeah, <laughs> you're
0: like, I, uh, I I don't do anything different, right? I'm doing the same thing as every other photographer. Uh, All differentiating factor is is something that you do in your business that is different or that not everybody else is doing as a photographer. And mm-hmm. so, you know, if we look into and uh, we'll apply this to another genre, I'm not sure, you know, if more of your listeners are like wedding or or portrait photographers or whatnot. You know, mm-hmm. in the high school senior market, one of the things a few years ago that really wasn't a thing was hair and makeup. And so for every senior shoot, what they would do is they would come in, they would get their hair and makeup done and we would go out on the shoot. And it was great because what happens, you know, they're they're all they're nicely um styled you know you don't have to have them stress about having their hair and makeup get done yep. you can have a hair and makeup artist come on location so you if something gets messed up they don't have to worry about that because they're there to fix it and over the years this has kind of become something that is a little bit more commonplace that doesn't mean that that doesn't become a differentiating factor anymore so even if you're struggling and saying well i'm doing kind of the same thing as every other photographer well not every other photographer is doing that and also Not every other photographer is explaining that as well as they could. Mm -hmm. And so what we get to a point is we say, okay, what do I want to be known for? And how do I actually communicate this to the best of my ability? How do I essentially take my client through every step of the process, showcase what it is that I do differently, what it is that they are going to take away? So what are the benefits and the values for the client because it's another thing that photographers don't do very well. As we say, we offer, you know, uh, example for weddings, like we offer eight plus hours of weddings. OK, what does that actually give the client? Yeah. Like, OK, that means we're not going to miss a moment. We're going to be there to document your whole day so that you have every single step of your wedding day captured versus just, you know, the most I don't know. The most iconic moments, like the first kiss or right, walking yeah. down the aisle, like those sorts of things. And so what we need to do as photographers is to say, how am I going to explain this to my clients? And then how do we develop this into a targeted marketing approach? Namely, how do we do this consistently? How do we do this uh, as like a repeatable process? And that's kind of where the social media comes in, where it's our job to say, OK, what are we doing and what social media platform actually benefits that, or or allows us to communicate that to the best of its ability in its native platform? I know that was a lot of info to digest. So
1: yeah, you know that yeah. was, that was great. And like I like what you were talking about. Instead of just like saying like, hey, we offer eight hours of coverage, but changing that to where you're more explaining what's going on, because a lot of times our clients like this is the first time. Like my my senior uh, portraits, I mean, I took them myself, um, but like that was that was really the first time that I ever like set up a tripod and like did all that. So a lot of people um, and, and even in in weddings, a lot of times whenever I'm going to their engagement session, they're like, yeah, this is the first time we've ever had professional photos taken. So they don't know all the things that we know because because yeah. I can say, oh, yeah, we offer eight hours of coverage. Um Like standard. And that doesn't mean anything to them. They're just like, I don't even know what my timeline looks like yet. So that's not helpful for them. But like rewording it, like you were saying, like we're there for all of those moments, like all the really important things. And even the ones that don't seem that important, like we're there for those too.
0: One. Well, and, and even going off of that too, like it, you hit it right on the head where it's like, they don't know what we know. Yeah. And when they don't know what we know, what happens is they either fill in the gaps with their previous experiences yeah, or they fill in the gaps with what their friends have told them. And mm-hmm. so One of the things that I do in my business and many other photographers may do as well is in-person sales for high school senior sessions. So what they do is they come into my studio after the session, we actually sit down, we design the products together. We go over what images would look best on the wall, which would go best in the album. And a lot of the time, if we aren't telling our clients that, well, what do they think that we do? They think that we go out and shoot the photos, And we send them a Dropbox, Pixie set, pick time, whatever it may be, shoot proof, whatever it is as a digital download. And Mm. so what happens is they basically fill in the gap. If we are doing this amazing, incredible in-person service and, you know, 90 percent of other photographers may not be doing that, well, they're probably going to think that you're more like those 90%, right? Where they're just going to get a digital download. So if we're not explaining that, we're actually not actually conveying what it is that we do and the value that we bring to them as effectively as we possibly could. And so that's why we really need to get into the social media realm of adding in what it is that we do, um, you know, I love using like uh, info sliders. I don't know what you want to call them, like carousels on Instagram and that sort of yeah. thing to convey the messaging. I love doing um, like reels, and that's kind of where it goes with like the the native platforms, where reels and TikTok is kind of a cool platform where it's a great blend of education and also uh, kind of entertainment. Right? Where you oh, yeah. have the education side and the entertainment side. And people don't bat an eye when they watch these reels or these TikToks just because that's kind of what the platforms become. And so, what we need to do is figure out okay, well, we need to really kind of hit on like a few core social media platforms. And what we need to do is we need to say, okay, well, our client journey, we need to say, we need to go from where it is that they book us. Mm-hmm. All the way through the end of the journey. So, what are we doing before the shoot? After the shoot? During? Or you know, before, during, after? Maybe what are we doing six months after? And we need to we need to showcase that throughout social media and every step of the process. So that what happens is our clients can come to us uh, or prospective clients, I should say, before they've even booked us and say, we know exactly what it is that you do. We know exactly what it is that we that you offer. Our friends love you. We have to book you.
1: Oh, yeah. You mentioned like reels and and stuff like that. And I immediately like my mind went to uh, this baker. She's in, I don't know, in the UK somewhere. I I don't remember how I found her. Probably just Instagram being like, hey, you should watch this reel. But um, she does reels of like how she makes the cakes. And she does a bunch of like sugar work where they're like making these flowers that look Super realistic, but they're like, you can just eat them and uh, they're all made out of sugar. And she does like she could post the finished product. And it's like, yeah, that's a great looking cake. Um, But also, you know, someone down the road also makes a great looking cake. And uh, and then you're starting to look at pricing. But like the behind the scenes of how things are done and those reels that she's been making recently of like. Starting off with like just the sugar and like how she makes that like sugar paste and then forming it into the flowers and then airbrushing all the color details on there. I'm like, yeah, I'm much more invested in how you do things. And that's showing me a lot more of the time and care and effort that she's putting into these cakes. I'm like, oh, well, obviously this is going to be the choice, like because there's so much more into that. Um, And it's the same with photography as well. Like you were talking about, like doing the the behind the scenes, the 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 pre booking, like all all of those things uh, so that the uh, our our potential clients can can look at that and just be like, yeah, I, I already know the process because you've shared it and it looks amazing. And I want to be like, I could see myself there and that's what I want. Hey y'all quick break to talk to you about one of the tools that has completely changed my business for the better. And that is my CRM Tave. Tave is the most customizable studio management system for photographers. They have everything under one roof. Um, from embedded contact forms that auto generate into new leads to income reports, lead source reports, profit and loss statements, very detailed revenue breakdowns, anything that you want to keep up with your numbers. They've got reports for it. They have built in contract templates, questionnaires for your clients, easy invoicing and quotes. It is so much. Um, They also like my favorite part they have these auto-populated tokens, so in emails you can put client's first name or ceremony address or even specifics down to like maid of honor's Instagram handle, and it'll auto-populate it, so you don't have to figure out which spelling of Caitlin is correct for this bride. So go to lightdarkco.com/tave and that's T-A-V-E to double your. 30 day trial to make it a 60 day trial. And you'd think maybe Tave is like 60 bucks a month or something from all those customizations. No, you can pay as little as 22 bucks a month, which is a lot less than a lot of other CRMs that I've used in the past that didn't do half of this stuff. So again, lightdarkco.com slash Tave, T-A-V-E, Check out Tave and let the power of customization grow your business.
0: And especially with senior photographers, and this is going to be hitting the wedding photographers, too. So if you're like a wedding photographer and you're tuning this out, you're like, ah, Gen Z, <laughs> other years down the road. They're going to they're going to be popping up in your inquiry box oh, sooner yeah. than you know it. And one of the things with Gen Z, this is kind of I think anybody born after like 94, 95. And what they value are really like three things. They value connection. They value authenticity and they really value collaboration as well and Mm. with this collaboration piece this is something that's really big and kind of like what you're saying is they want to be a part of the process and so it's just like you said where the baker could very well show that finished product but how much more are you a part of the process seeing it from start to finish and saying oh this is what she did and, and all that. And we can even take it to the next level and incorporate them into the brand. So how are we showing them off on our social media? Are we doing like feature posts? Are we having them send in testimonials or reviews? Are we having them... Um, as part of our marketing pieces, like actually involving them in the reels or the Instagram story behind the scenes, or maybe even we take it a step further. And I personally vlog, um, all of the sessions for my senior team. And so they are actually on camera interacting and it takes your brand to the next level because what happens is they say, Oh, he actually cares about me. or They actually care about me as a person, not just another client. Yeah. And one of the examples of like big brands that are doing this really well, um, I don't know if there are any like Mountain Dew drinkers out here or like Lay's potato chip eaters. Mm -hmm. But something you may have seen in the past that they do kind of along the lines of this collaboration that our teens and seniors are basically expecting now is every year or, you know, they used to do this uh, like an annual basis. They do like a. Fan vote where they're like they put out these weird Mountain Dew flavors or these weird potato chip flavors where it's like, you know, sriracha barbecue with like blue cheese or some weird flavor. Where you are like, that sounds nasty, but I have to try it. Uh And one of the things that that kind of speaks to is they just want to be involved and have a say in the direction of your brand. And so if you can find a way to do that in your business, Instagram stories, reels, vlogs, you know, like IGTV or YouTube. Um, even just like little posts on your Instagram story with like the polls or the questions or something like that, some way of giving them a say in in your brand. Well, that's not only going to say, hey, we are listening to you. We actually care about you, but they're going to be so much more invested in your brand. And not only that, they're also going to dive in deeper into what it is that you do other than just that one thing that kind of pulled them in that hook, so to speak.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I remember the, the Lay's, uh, like flavor thing that they did a few years ago. Yeah. Cause, Cause I was like, Oh yeah, I'm interested in these, like, you know, a lobster roll. That sounds like an interesting, Yeah, uh, those things are wild sometimes. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. okay, those are lobster flavored chips. Let's try them. And like, I, I went and tried all of them. I'm not a big chip person, but I was still like, these are interesting. I want to try these. Um, Cause there is, like you were saying, there's something about, um, getting to voice your opinion and being part of that decision. It just, it makes you feel a lot more tied into the brand, um, than just like, okay, they're doing these things. Everyone else is also doing things. Yeah. Um, but like, oh, this is, this is one, like, uh, there's, uh, local coffee shops that they will. Um, like they create, there's, there's one here in town, uh, that we frequent probably too often, but like they make their own, um, uh, I, don't know, I don't know. It's like the, the sugar, like, uh, spices and stuff to make lattes. They make their own flavors and every spring and every fall they have new flavors and you can like try them out. And the one that like sells the most, they'll add to the menu for like the rest of the year. Oh, and cool! I'm like, Oh, well, this is great. Yeah. I'm going to go in more often because I love this one that has like the, the caramel and vanilla notes in it. Like I want that one to stay. So I'm going to come around more often. Um, and, and I could go anywhere for coffee, but that place, it gives me a, a voice and I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm going to be part yeah. of this. Um, and that's like, you've been saying is very important for us to do in our brands. Um, because, uh, you know, uh, not not only, you know, Gen Z, but also uh, millennials as as well, um, which, it, uh, yeah, Gen Z, like I've I've been getting a lot of a uh, lot of emails for weddings that like end in their birth year. And it's like 2000 <laughs> or 2001. I'm like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, y'all can get married. That's <laughs> that's crazy. Um, but uh, but yeah, like like we the this generation this next generation we value a lot of uh collaboration like you were saying um and that is very important that's very important for me whenever i'm looking at different brands uh for just you know anything i want something that has a little bit more uh of a collaborative type brand than just a generic you know going to to walmart and just getting whatever yeah. that uh That uh, commodity type, you know, everyone's doing the same thing. So it doesn't really matter. I'm just going to go with the cheapest because everything looks the same.
0: Totally. Yeah.
1: So so what are a couple of things I know you've you kind of. you know, talked about like showing the the behind the scenes, uh, talking a little bit more about the experience uh, that you offer in in your brand, in, in the whole process. What are a few like first steps that the listeners can take uh, to really start taking the clients on that journey uh, through their marketing?
0: Yeah, great question. So I think the biggest thing that I kind of see photographers struggle with when they're first mapping out this client journey is. They feel overwhelmed Mm. and they say, I don't know where to start. And so kind of the biggest things that I always say is like when you are starting out, break this into chunks. I call it like chunking it where it sounds like you're about to like throw up or something. But you want to. Yeah, you want to chunk it. And so what you want to do with this is say, "Okay, what am I doing before the process? And just make a list. And remember, we want to relate these back to like our three to five differentiating factors. So like in a notebook, I'm going to give you guys like homework. So as you're like Love finishing it. up yeah. this episode listen listening to me and John talk for, you know, the <laughs> half hour, 45 or whatever it may be, take your notebook and write down those three to five. And we want them to be kind of different. So it's like I see a lot of photographers that do like in-person sales and they write um, what well, we do like. Uh, in-person sales and we offer products it's like okay probably can tie those together right so we want to find something that's a little bit different so like for the wedding photographer you know kind of the example of like being there the whole day like full day coverage one you may have them come in um, prior to the session to to do um, I don't know a pre-session consult or something like that just to get to know the bride and groom before you go and spend the whole day with them. Maybe what you're doing is like uh, in a low or uh, an engagement shoot, or maybe you're in a, a elopement photographer. And that's like one of your differentiating factors is like, I will hike to the tippy top of this mountain and shoot your wedding. so, Break this down maybe, and, you know, maybe you offer products as well, you know, albums and wall art designs and that sort of thing. So that the newlyweds when they're in, uh, you know, the Caribbean or whatever it may be for their honeymoon, they don't have to worry about the album design because you're taking care of it and you're sending them proofs, those sorts of things. Mm -hmm. So we want to kind of narrow it down to like three to five. And what we then want to do is say, okay, what are the stages of our client interaction with them. So basically, where are we actually seeing them or what are the touch points? And so for most photographers in any genre, it's gonna be before, you know, before the shoot or before the wedding day, during the wedding day or during the shoot, and then after. So we kind of have like these three areas. And one of the things that photographers do is they say, well, I have to showcase every single thing about that. Or no, we don't. What we wanna do is we wanna say, Okay, we want to hit on those three to five differentiating factors, but let's see where they fit best in kind of that that client journey, the before, after, during. And what we could do is we could say, okay, well, we're doing this, this, this and this. And I would just take a list and list every single thing that you do during your session. So before the shoot, what I'm doing for seniors is I'm I'm doing a pre-session text consultation where I'm having them send me outfits. I'm sending them prep information, I'm sending them an email sequence. What we're also going to do is we're going to prep um I'm going to book the hair and makeup artist for them. Uh so they don't have to worry about that. I'm going to do um basically kind of pairing their locations with outfits based on what they've told me during the senior style questionnaire and that's just like one little, you know, snippet of mm. what we're doing before. During the session, We're doing a bunch of stuff, right? We're um, going out on location with them. I meet them at the hair and makeup salon. We're bringing our hair and makeup artists with us. We're going to unique locations. Um, We're going to vlog the session we're going to do. Maybe we stop and get like an ice cream cone or something like that if it's 100 degrees out in Portland because we (laughs) melt. And if things go above, you know, 85 Uh and what we want to do is we just want to list out like what it is that we do during that session. And then we take that and we kind of do like a cross reference. And, you know, basically, that's just a fancy word for saying, okay, what matches with what it's like those um, you remember those. Old puzzles where you had like one column and then another uh, column, and, and you had to, to like, like draw the, the lines you know, to, yeah, draw the lines. Yeah, that's basically what we want to do here. And so, what we can then do is say, okay, well, hair and makeup artists, well, that is pretty simple and self explanatory. If we're taking them on location, well, we could draw the arrow to hair and makeup. Maybe another one of our differentiating factors is the products. And so, what we're doing in that, uh, pre, you know, pre session consult or whatever, maybe what we're doing is we're actually going um, and having them send photos of their home so that we can actually shoot the session with wall art or albums in mind already. Or maybe we tie that to like the after portion of the session. And so what we want to do is we want to say, okay, what are like, um, I would say, like two to three from each of those categories that we want to do for every client? And we say, okay, well, we want to showcase the hair and makeup process. So what we'll do is we'll just do an Instagram story for every client. So that's pretty simple. Like we're seeing that this doesn't have to be complicated. Right. And so we say, okay, well, that's going to be super simple. We're going to do is we're just going to do Instagram stories of our hair and makeup artist uh, doing their hair in salon and then also when they come on location. For the welcome prep info, Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to shoot a a lay flat photo or flat lay, whatever. I always get those two mixed up. Yeah, they're they're interchangeable. It works. Whatever they're (laughs) called. So... And take like a, a flat lay photo of your welcome packet laid out, post that to social media on Instagram with a caption. Or maybe what we do is we create a reel or a TikTok and show them, you know, show us putting together the welcome packet and like all of the pieces that are in it yeah. so that they understand what all goes in it. So that's, you know, two to three right there. And then what we do is we say, okay, during the session, what we're gonna do and uh, we can post sneak peeks or finish p- photos. So when I said, you know, a lot of photographers are doing that. That doesn't mean that we shouldn't. I'm just saying don't make that the only thing you do. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of a really big distinction we need to make is it's not saying don't post any finished photos. Just don't make that your sole purpose of your social media approach. Um, but what we can do is during the session, maybe what we also do is showcase the different locations so maybe instead of just a finished photo we're putting together like a collage of all their different locations and saying and pairing that with a caption of saying hey here's where we went to get a variety of looks during your senior session and then at the end maybe what we're doing is we're posting um to reels or something like that an explanation of like the different products that we offer um you know one of them i think my most popular TikToks. Or it wasn't most popular, but it was one that did pretty well, Mm -hmm. was literally just me holding my camera, walking through an album. And it was something that people are like, oh, this is kind of cool. It's like that baker where you stop and you see, oh, what is it exactly that they offer? It's not just the photos that we see on Instagram. They're also doing a lot more. And so. I would say pair it down to like two points that you want to hit for each client. And then all that it takes is just us replicating this from client to client, because that consistency is going to be what brings in business where they're going to say, oh, my friend got to do this. I'm so excited to do this. Or my friend got to do that. I can't wait to do that. And it's much better when they come in there say, I'm so glad we did this. And I really wish we had done this because I got, I, that's what I was hoping for. Like you want right. that consistency in your business where you're not leaving anything out. So that's kind of how to map out the client journey and, you know, like a 10 minute process right there. Uh-huh. And, but you just have to sit down and really just do the work and, and show, you know, what it is and tie it back to those differentiating factors of how can you incorporate those into different segments of the kind of the client process? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Cause it, like, it breaks it down. That's
1: so much content right there. Like for, for those, cause oftentimes we're just like, I don't know what to post on social yeah. media. I don't know what yeah. to caption. And it's like, these are almost like easy captions too, because you can tell the story of, you know, this is why we provide hair and makeup. Like, you know, you don't have to worry about what, what's going on or like you ran out of your favorite mascara. We, you don't have to worry about that because you just show up. And then we got you covered and you know it's it i i feel like like writing down all of those things is just like oh this is like a month's worth of mm-hmm. of uh social media content and a bunch of ideas for reels and tick tocks and and those things that are getting a lot of organic reach uh here currently uh um, that uh that people like that flipping through an album like i i'm a photographer and like I see those videos, so I'm like, oh, I want to see this album. Like, like this looks, that looks cool. Like, this is a different, you know, album uh, designer, or printer, or whatever uh, than I use. Like, I want to see what this looks like, and and that's always uh, very interesting, not only for your clients, uh, like potential clients, but also just for for other. Other people um, who may know potential clients and send them your way like it, it doesn't all all have to be like geared for that one one specific like ideal client avatar person. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, I, I love that exercise. So, yes, everyone, I hope you got your your notepads out taking <laughs> notes. If you need to rewind a little bit, go through that again, write down all those things um, like that. That is, uh, that is a lot, uh, uh like a, a lot in a good way, a lot of, of really great content, um, and, you know, not even for social media, but you can like take that, all that list that, that you, the listener just wrote down. Cause I know you did, um, that list of all those things, like you can incorporate that into your website too. So whenever people come to your website, they're getting to see that experience there, um, instead of just, a. You know carousel of some hero images uh that yeah. everyone else has
0: and that's a great point too because i was get you know one of the other questions is um that i get a lot when talking about the client journey is like where do i do this and it's exactly mm-hmm. like you said every single place yeah. that you have a client touch point so this is on your website i send them a kind of an inquiry welcome magazine You can bet your money that it's, you know, it's in there, too. It's on your social media. It's in my email sequences. So if they get onto my email list, not only am I hitting them with like a newsletter of sorts, they're also getting a welcome sequence with every one of those differentiating factors right in there, um, giving them more information about that. You basically want to inundate them with. Like so much information that it almost they're they're like, yeah, we get it. You you do hair and makeup. You get it. You do products, those sorts of things. But then what happens is when they think of you, they don't just think of a photographer that takes great photos. They think of you as a photographer that also does all these other things. And they can basically recite to their friends what it is that you do.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just personal experience Uh, from from that with me, I love taking photos at night and like low lighting, candlelight, starlight, that kind of stuff. And I've been showcasing that on Instagram, on my website for probably a good year, year and a half that I was like, I really want to get this out there and let people know. Because so many times I would talk to my couples and be like, oh, we should do like some starry night photos or something. And they're like, oh, that would be fun. (laughs) And then I would show them some photos that I'd taken. And then they get really excited. I was like, why am I not sharing this more often? And I've been sharing that a lot and had people I've had people book me just on those. They're like, I know that you're going to take great photos throughout the day, but we really are looking forward to these starry photos or, you know, coordinators contacting me like, hey, I have a couple that, you know, they their their wedding is going to be at night. Uh, like the the ceremony is at night outside and they want someone who can do that. And I know you can do it. uh, So I'm going to send them over your way. I'm like, okay, that's great. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, like whenever you're showcasing those things, if even though it seems repetitive and it seems like you're just like hitting them over and over again, like still on social media, you get like, three to 6% of your audience seeing every post. So the odds are they probably didn't see all 10 of the ones that you posted. Uh, <laughs> they may have only been seeing a couple of them. So, yeah. And that is great. Sean, I have loved this uh, as uh, some really, some really practical um, and strategic steps um, moving forward and showcasing the the client journey. Um, so, but before we, before we wrap up, I do have a, um, uh, a part of the show that I like to do where we just talk about what we're loving this week. Um, and it could oh. be like a, a movie TV show, a book uh, It could be, um, you know, any, anything and everything, uh, whatever you're loving. I see a guitar behind you. If, if there's like yeah. a new song that you learned or something, <laughs> um, but yeah, what are, what are you loving
0: this week? Oh my goodness this week. Well, if, if you guys are watching this live and the replay or the the podcast will probably come out in a couple of weeks after this, but uh-huh. For anybody who knows me, I'm a huge sports fan. And so with this March Madness tournament going on this year, it has been there have been some good games. So it's been uh, pretty much all of last week was just uh, I was going down to to Vegas with some of my guy friends and literally we just sat with like all, you know, like eight TVs and some of like the sports books just literally watching all the games, which was like crazy cool just Uh to see everything all live and have all the fans cheering around you and you know the team beats has a buzzer beater so that's like that's what i've been loving lately but um, other than that the 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 typical you know checking out new good food places and all that stuff had a great burger Mm -hmm. at a steakhouse in vegas had like a bacon that was like an inch thick that i'm okay. just a big foodie me, yeah me too. I'm,
1: too I'm probably gonna hit you up about all these vegas things uh because i'm gonna be out there later this year and i have not, oh, been, I not been to vegas before and i am also a big foodie anytime that i travel anywhere i'm always looking on like yelp and all the reviews and asking <laughs> anyone that i'm yeah. like hey i know that you live here or you visited here where's a good place to get you know a burger or coffee or whatever um so yeah that's that's cool i will i'll i'll look into that but um yeah and like the the sports thing like i i'm not a huge sports fan like i don't follow any teams i don't know a lot of stats or anything but there is something about being surrounded by fans and all cheering and like the tension of like that buzzer beater and you know winning by by just like two points and like that kind of stuff that it just i it draws me in i love going uh my my son recently he's seven and he uh was given like uh we uh texas a&m is right here in town and uh they gave his school uh just like if if the kids in his first grade class read i think it was like five books over the uh, the winter break that uh they would get a pair of tickets each to oh, a cool. uh, a basketball game and and he like exceeded those 5 because he wanted those tickets and we were able <laughs> to go a couple weeks ago and it was it was the most fun just like being there with everyone and cheering along and like we were up in the nosebleeds but it didn't matter and no, it doesn't uh, matter where you're at no but yeah that's that's awesome that's that's fun. yeah and
0: i think it's just like i you know it comes back to the whole senior thing like i love that personal interaction like just meeting new people oh yeah and so it was really weird i was um one of like 20 people that got to be in some of the stadiums during covid because i also shoot sports and so that was a really surreal feeling it's like this is not what this is about and so it kind of you know brings you back to like the why of photography too it's like why are you here it's because i want to connect with people i want to connect with seniors i want to be able to tell their story or get to know them Mm -hmm. um and so i think sports is just another way of bringing people together through common interests and stuff like that so yeah yeah. it's pretty cool
1: oh yeah yeah that's great i've i like like i said i'm not big into sports but i do like fantasy football every year and have been able to meet a lot of cool people through uh different leagues and stuff like that uh where we will even have in person the last couple of years we haven't done in person, but where we'll have in person draft parties and just like have (laughs) pizza and beer and wings and everyone's just chilling and like going through the thing, which we could do on our phones separately in our houses. But, uh, but yeah, it's fun to bring everyone together. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Let me see. What am I loving this week? Um, Oh, I recently saw, um, it's a new movie out on Netflix. Uh, it's called windfall. Um, oh. it stars, uh, Jason Bateman, not Jason Bateman, Jason Siegel. Uh, um, <laughs> a little bit different, a <laughs> little, little yeah. bit different, uh, which I, I'm a big fan of both of those Jasons, but, uh, but yeah, Jason Siegel, um, which he was great as Marshall from how I met your mother and, um, yeah, it follows him and he's, he like breaks into this millionaire or billionaire's house Um, like it's like, you know, his third or fourth house or something, just like out on an orange orchard. And he's just there drinking orange juice and sitting on the patio. And like you just see him like he rummages through, like takes some jewelry and stuff. But he's mostly just like wanted to see what it would be like to live out there. Um because he knows that the, that billionaire is not going to be there, but then he takes a surprise trip, uh, with his wife out (laughs) there and like surprises the guy. And then, uh, he ends up holding them hostage and like trying to leave and like all these things happen. Um, it's a really interesting movie. Uh, there's a lot of talk about money. Um, not necessarily like direct talk, but just like, um, you know, through, through the whole movie, there's a lot of like, how different people view money and wealth and, and all that. And uh, yeah, I thought it was an interesting, interesting movie. There's a lot of um, cool like cinematography, just like it almost just like tripod shots where everything's moving in and out of frame, but they're not like panning and following any of the characters. Yeah. So it's, it's interestingly, uh, uh, shot and there's like maybe three uh four people total in the cast um but yeah i I thought it was interesting it's windfall on netflix uh and if you like jason siegel you'll probably like it uh yeah and uh, I'll have to check it out. Yeah. I,
0: I like those type, Yeah. Types of movies. So. Yeah. Yeah. It was,
1: it was interesting. It was a good one. I liked it, but okay. Well, Sean, where can people find you? Where can they uh, follow along? We didn't even talk about this, but you are also a podcast host. Where can I they, am, yes. where can they yeah. go uh, subscribe to your podcast? Listen to more of the things that you have to share.
0: Yeah. So the best place, if you guys have questions or, you know, just want to say hello, best place to reach me is just at Sean Brown Productions. So I'm sure, you know, John will get that linked up in the, the show notes. Yep. Uh, and then I also host the shoot for success photography podcast. So um, that's, you know, it's a little bit more senior focus, but it's also for all genres of, you know, we, it's a lot of marketing. So I know John said he's like, I love the numbers. I love the marketing, uh-huh. um, you know, the business side of things. It's very, very much that. Um, because you, I always say, you know, one of my mentors told me there are a lot of really good photographers that are bad business people and a lot of great business people that are bad photographers or okay photographers. And as long as you're good with the business, you're going to make it. So, um, I try to give you all the tools in really to make that happen. And, um, one of the things too, is if you're looking for more information, on like the whole senior thing um, you're watching in the Facebook group uh, in April 7th, we kick off a three part training series, become the thriving senior photographer. And that is going to break down basically how to book more clients, how to make more money as a photographer and ultimately how to create a business that gives you that time flexibility and freedom that you're probably searching for. If you're, you know, you came into the business, you're like, I'm looking to step away from my job as a part time, uh, you know, employee or maybe you're a mom who's just trying to do some extra stuff. Stuff on the side or anything like that really showing you the framework that i did and implemented into my business and that other students of mine have done in theirs to generate these successful businesses so i invite you to join that and um again the the link is too long so i'm sure john will get you hooked up in the the show notes oh yeah it'll be
1: in the show notes for sure yeah Well, awesome. That, that's great. Uh, uh, the, those are those are some really cool. I'm, I'm excited about that. Uh, that course uh, that. Uh, yeah. The training really cool. series is
0: I, I only do it once a year and it's my favorite. It's the only time that I go live for like an hour and a half, two hours, three times in like a week and a half. Just tons of, of information. So I'm, I'm stoked to do it. And I love doing it. Nice. Well, cool. Well, um,
1: yeah, well, awesome. Yeah. I will have links to all those things in the show notes, uh, for everyone, whatever podcast listener you're, you're on, it should be there. Uh, if not, I will have the link to, uh, today's show notes on, uh, on the website, but, uh, but yeah, Sean, thanks so much for, for being on the show. It was great chatting with you today.
0: Thank you so much for having me. It was awesome. Awesome. Being on here and connecting with you.